Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most standardly operating procedural podcast in the history of quelching problems before they become big problems. Speaking of which, somebody who is never a big problem, he's always a big gain for anyone that takes his business building advice. It's my one and only co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. That is very, very kind of you, Steve. You are always uh, gracious, and I think not complimentary enough to yourself. You are. You, you know, know, I did think about that. Do. Now that you mentioned that, I think about that. I thought about it a few times, and now I think about it every time. I never say my own name. <laughs> yes. Never I never say, say hi. Name. This is Steve Cypress, and here's my co-host. I just, I just say your name. It's all good. They know who I it's am. It's all good in the neighborhood. It's all good. Everybody knows who you are. We have the, the recorded preview that says our names. But I'm like, right. I'm like, wait a minute. You're right. I thought about that. On most shows, they come on and they go, I'm so-and-so, and here's my co-host, so-and-so. And I just always, I don't have to even think about myself. I'm lucky enough to have the co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. It's interesting you said that, the, that we have the recorded beginning that tells both of our names because it, it seems to me that we have a standard procedure to make sure anybody listening knows who we are before they even uh, start hearing us talk. Sure, and then towards the end of the call, we have a standard procedure that we're going to let them know that there's an advanced tip, and they go to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com and get the advanced tip of the week. Absolutely. And we also have a standard opening where we kind of joke and make some uh, obtuse comments sarcastically alluding to the topic of the week. A hint or two. I am sure that our, our listeners, as sharp and intelligent as they are, have already figured out what we're going to talk about, but why don't you tell them? Okay, yeah, of course they figure out. We're going to talk about having standard operating procedures, but how we relate this to Trump is something they might not have figured out, because Trump's got any president of the United States has to have lots of standard operating procedures, any billionaire, any real estate developer. He's got all kinds of standard operating decisions for picking out deals and negotiating and for where the next campaign stop is. And there's all kinds of standard operating procedures. But what we're talking about is a standard operating procedure that is fairly unique to a person of, let's just say, the avocation, the hobby interest of a Donald Trump, which is to have a standard operat uh, operating procedure when you get accused of uh, sleeping with some assorted bimbo somewhere. And so Donald Trump, I believe, has a standard operating procedure for this in his organization, that there's somebody or persons that are told whenever you get one of these complaints, we don't even talk to Donald we don't ask them if it's true. We don't investigate it. We don't do anything. We just have the procedure where we talk to them, we sit down with them, we send someone to meet, whatever. We negotiate. We pay them off, and they sign a contract, and they can't say a word, and we hush them up. And that's just how it works. And, and there's a budget for that. So there's a budget for it. There are rules for it. There's like, this is how much you're allowed to do. This is how, but we've got to get it done as quickly as possible because we don't want it getting out there into the press like you see it happening with these Playboy bunnies and, 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 and porn stars or whatever's out there. We don't want it to get to there. So we don't even investigate the merits of it. And I believe that that's what's happening in the Donald Trump world, that he just naturally says, I deny it, I don't remember her, I don't know anything about it. And he could say, you know, I'm a billionaire, I'm a target, they're always coming after me, and this is no admission of guilt that we sent over hundred grand to the porn star or whatever, that's just what we do. It's standard operating procedure. We don't have time to be checking it out. We don't even want it. In the one day it would take to check it out, she could go right to the press. So we go right to it, and we pay them off. And every bimbo in America knows that. So anytime Donald Trump goes to a golf tournament or to a dinner 
or wherever, and he's on the road somewhere, they're going to come out of the woodwork, and the team is ready to handle the influx of attacks and accusations that uh, Donald Trump slept with me, and they're all ready. So Donald Trump, the cost of him going and traveling to attend a golf tournament for the weekend is the flight, the hotel, and you've got to pay off a few bimbos who are going to come and attack him. And I think that's just the standard operating procedure. So whether it happened or whether it didn't, but I see, here's the thing. I don't think Trump wants to come out and say that's the reason why. He just says, I don't remember. I don't know anything about it. I didn't write the check. I didn't sign the contract. I didn't. But then later it's like, okay, well, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Because he doesn't have time for that. That's not how it works. That's not the standard. The standard procedure is I deny everything. Someone pays them off and shuts them up, and life goes on. But that's not very becoming for a president of the United States to say, you know, my staff has a standard operating procedure that uh, the constant bimbo accusations of affairs with me, they know what to do. But, you know, Trump wouldn't be the only one, right? I'm pretty sure John Kennedy had that and Bill Clinton had that. Bobby Kennedy had that. Like uh, Martin Luther King had that. Like so many, so uh, Harvey Weinstein, so many celebrities and, and powerful people and business people and politicians, whoever they are. I'm sure they're not the only ones that have it. And that's our lesson learned from Donald Trump, dear listener, this week, is that you need to have it in your business now. Are we saying you need to have it because you are also going around sleeping with Playboy of the Year models or whatever? No. What we're saying is you want to have standard operating procedures for whatever complaints come in from whatever sources that could do damage to your reputation and your business if they got out and became public. And with social media today, just about anything can very quickly become public. So it behooves all business owners to have a standard procedure in place when complaints come in. And I know Everett, you've had contracting businesses. I'm sure there are complaints, whether they're true, whether they're sort of embellished, whether they're whatever. How did you handle when you did a job and somebody had a complaint? Did you? I'm sure you had a standard operating procedure how to handle it. My standard operating procedure was, first, it had to get to me, right, because I didn't even want to hear about it. So my office manager could give away up to $3,000 in services, and it could be extra services. It could be going above and beyond on the job. It could whatever. they get Right, so not like Donald Trump exactly, not cash, but it could be so services. I, I, yeah, they didn't get cash. Now, my foreman could spend $500 a week. My general manager could spend $500 a week. He had an expense account, so twenty six grand a year or whatever. And, and that's not huge, but it, it, but it was just, you know, if, if you need to get something, I don't want to hear about it. Just go get it and, you know, put in a receipt and you'll get your check. You know, and, and so he got $500 in cash and then every week we would replenish what he spent. And he, I just did, I didn't want to know about it. And I didn't want to know about the complaints unless they were big issues, in which case then I would go take care of it. Now people say, well, $100,000 isn't a big issue. To a guy worth a few billion, no. That's not a big issue. Just like $3,000 to a guy running a couple of million dollar a year business is not a big issue. Well, right, because you're also thinking in comparison, it's big big in comparison to what? I mean, even at $3,000, now we're not saying that that, that Everett was like a big fan of just tossing away $3,000, but it's a comparison. So if somebody goes on social media and starts blasting your company, blah, blah, blah. Holy moly, that could cost you tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Of course it's worth three grand, and the same with Trump. If some, like you see, a couple of assorted whoever's go out there and start hitting all the media and the press and the anti-Trump stations and whatever and go crazy, yeah, this is pretty damaging. You better believe it's worth a heck of a lot more. If he could have shut up this porn star, playboy model, whatever, for for a million dollars, it, it would still pay off ten times to one. So for 130000 was nothing. Right. 
Right. Look at all so the damage it's doing. Now, I want to point out something because it's really important. And I think business owners get bogged down in micromanagement and customer complaints too often. You need to give somebody the authority to fix a problem. Don't be dealing with every little nonsense customer complaint that you have come in. Let your staff deal with that shit. Now, if it's a big complaint, if it's a big problem, I mean, I, I was, you know, Friday night at 4.30, I got a call that a job two hours away that we had a flash rainstorm and their ceiling fell in. Well, now that I was in the car driving out there, you need a hotel, what do you need? We got to, we got it, we got you taken care of, don't worry about it. And we got it handled and I didn't get home until 9 or 10 that night. But that was a big problem. I handle it personally. But 80 to 85% of any problems that come in, anybody who runs a contracting company knows that you can hit on 100%. You can be working perfectly, have the perfect crew, and you're still going to get customer complaints. It's just the nature of the beast. When you're dealing with somebody's home, you're not going to be able to make everybody happy. All and it's not even a home. It's anything Nobody at all. Wants. Any business exactly. at all, you're dealing with people, and people could have a complaint. And the story you just told reminded me of some kind of video I remember seeing of George Bush when he was president on 9-11, and he he was like reading a children's book in a school to a class and some right. assistant came in and whispered in his ear something like hey the world trade center was just bombed and so he's like hey i gotta go and you gotta think how many times was george bush reading to a class or taking photos or shaking hands or doing whatever and he didn't have an aide come in and whisper in his ear because it wasn't like you say a big enough problem now the world trade right. center being bombed that's a big problem but other than that's that i don't remember any clip of anywhere that any president has been where anyone came in and whispered, or maybe there's a couple, but I mean, for all the problems that happen all the time, it, it would be all the time someone coming in. Yeah, you, if the president ran his presidency like you run your business, dear listener, an aide would come in all the time every two seconds and interrupt every photo op with, oh, somebody complained about this. Oh, there was a message left on the White House hotline that they don't like you. Oh, some yeah, congressman right. said this. <laughs> oh, you, just some congressman wants to impeach you. Oh, Nancy Pelosi said this. The New York Times printed this. Look, 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 you deal with all that crap. I got stuff to do. I got to be president. Right. Now, and, you, and you, dear listener, need to be president of your own company. Exactly. Now, I don't recommend, and I just want a fair warning, I don't recommend, I know you, I know you agree with me here, Steve, that people get disconnected from their business. You've got to know what's going on in your business. So have some sort of reporting mechanism to explain what's going on, but put systems in place, put a mechanism in place to have somebody deal with the problems because you'll get, like you said, you know, every 10 seconds there's something going on. Somebody ran out of gas. They don't have materials on a job. There was a stain. If you're a retail, there was a stain on something or... If you're in the carpet business, the car, you know, a stain came back from the carpet clean, whatever. There's a million things that happen. So just have some mechanisms in place so you're not dying, getting buried, because the more successful you get, the more of that little silly shit happens. And the more of that little silly shit happens, if you're running around trying to handle it all while you're trying to build your business, it will absolutely destroy your spirit. You won't want to have anything to do with your business. You, you will see your business as doing nothing but putting out fires all day long, every day. You'll get burnt out. You'll get tired. You won't want to go and just put some things in place and let people handle it and then monitor it so that you can see if, if it starts happening too much and there's a problem, then go fix the problem. So don't blind yourself in the business, but for God's sakes, don't be in the middle of every little issue that comes up everywhere. Excellent point. And of course, fun. not only will it burn you out and cause you to resent your business, but your business needs a CEO. It needs a president and it doesn't need right. you to be doing $10 an hour work. Somebody exactly. else ought to handle that stuff. You have a standard procedure. And yes, Everett, of course. Of course, I agree with you because I don't want to give it away, but that's our advanced tip of the week. So I won't give it away totally, but of course, you, 
I'm a big fan of reporting is involved. So you have the standard right. procedure where what's done, and part of that standard procedure is the reporting that goes back, and that's when I'll look at it. When I see at the end of the day, the week, the quarter, the month, however, however often you have the reporting, I'll see. This issue was handled, this issue was handled this way, this issue, but exactly right. You're doing yourself and your business and your employees and your family and your customers and your community and everybody a huge disservice. If you are getting involved with every mundane, typical, run-of-the-mill complaint that comes in, and for Donald Trump, apparently, having affairs with the most beautiful, desirable women in the history of the world is a commonplace, typical thing that happens all the time. So you have a standard right. procedure, unlike other presidents, by the way, who have affairs with like whoever happens to walk into the office that day. Like, <laughs> you know, we're talking yeah, about he, a billionaire here. This guy is different than it. any president has ever been. He does not hang out with his interns or his secretary. No, 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 no. Hang on a second. If the secretary was Miss Playboy of March, whatever, then maybe. But otherwise, come on now. I'm yeah, Donald Trump. You got to give him two thumbs up on uh, on aesthetics. There's no question about it. He's Donald Trump. <laughs> All right. And so speaking of which, as we mentioned, as always, dear listener, you go right now to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com. You get the advanced tip of the week. Implement that into your business. Make your business run more smoothly. Make your life easier, less stress. Make more money. That's what we're all about, helping you do that. Speaking of which, we'll be back here again next week to help you do that again.